it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. I spent over eight years in the fitness industry as an award-winning personal trainer and nutrition and wellness coach. I was also a nationally qualified champion figure athlete in the MPC. I spent over a decade studying, eating, breathing, and living, not just weight loss and nutrition, first personally and then professionally, but also more recently mindfulness, CBT, neuroscience, psychology, and so much more. Now, In my past fitness life, I have worked with the best of the best in the entire fitness industry. I'm talking about Oxygen Magazine cover models and Olympia winners. And let's be real, nobody knows more about fat loss and body transformation than champions in the bodybuilding world, right? I've written for bodybuilding websites. I have been featured in Muscle Insider Magazine. I was a transformation titan on bodybuilding.com and even featured in one of their print ads. They are arguably the largest international bodybuilding company on on the planet. So I know how to transform bodies. I know the fitness and wellness industry. I know weight loss. I know bro science, and I know fat diets. I know lifestyle changes. I know it all. My entire life was dedicated to helping people lose weight and transform their bodies, and I was exceptionally good at it. I literally built an entire brand around my body and my own weight loss transformation because I didn't just lose a little weight. I completely transformed my entire body. And I became a trainer because when I first lost weight on my own, I had done it completely the wrong way and I hated how I looked. You know, I spent all this time trying to lose the weight and then I got down to my, you know, quote, goal weight and I still hated it. So When I started learning about how to build muscle and how much of a difference our food choices make in how we look and feel, I was amazed and I wanted to share that with others. I had struggled with my weight for years, so finally losing it and, of course, the attention that followed for my, quote, success and how amazing I looked, those things felt incredible. And I had never been athletic or strong in my life either. The opposite, actually. I had exercise-induced asthma my whole life. So moving too much caused, you know, kind of suffocation. And it was something that until then I had avoided at all costs. So, you know, when I actually got in shape, it really felt amazing. I had no idea how much the human body, how much my body was capable of. And it blew my mind. I wanted to share those feelings with other women who I knew were struggling with the same things that I had struggled with. I wanted to help them learn how amazing it felt to be there. And transforming bodies as a result became my specialty. And like I said, I was good at it. I was very good at it. I pumped out meal plans. You know what I mean, the the whole it's not a diet, it's a healthy eating lifestyle thing. You know, that's what I tell clients and workout programs. And I pumped those things out in the beginning, especially with passion and love and excitement. And I knew how dramatically the tools I was giving my clients 
would help them transform. I knew how those tools would transform how they looked and felt. And it excited me every time I had a new client start. They'd start with me hating their bodies and feeling like they were helpless to change them while I could see how much possibility for change they had. I knew that I knew exactly how to accomplish accomplish the change that they wanted and I loved watching bodies transform. It was fun. The thing is though, like most people in the weight loss and fitness world, I didn't fully understand the problem. I thought lack of knowledge and motivation were the problems. Like most people, I thought that those were the reasons that we're all walking around hating our bodies and struggling with weight our whole lives. But wrong. (laughs) And when I started realizing how wrong that was, I really started feeling like I was taught to sell a lie. The lie that says if you only get motivated enough, you too can lose weight and just get fit. And when you do, you'll look amazing and gain confidence, be your best self and live happily ever after. But now I call bullshit on all of that. And that's a message that actually makes me gag. See, I spent most of my life chasing happiness and self-worth through what my body looked like. Spoiler alert, it doesn't work. I don't currently look like those trans, like the, my old transformation photos anymore. But I'm happier and more at peace with myself now than I have ever been in my life. Because the truth is, weight loss doesn't magically create those things in your life. Weight loss doesn't magically make you start liking or loving yourself. It doesn't automatically make you start liking or loving your body either. And if you're the level of worth that you hold for yourself or or the the amount that you choose to love yourself and your body or your confidence level even if those things are attached and dependent upon what your body looks like you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of suffering because bodies are always changing so gaining confidence when we lose weight isn't something to celebrate or aspire to And you don't have to lose a single ounce to be your best self or gain confidence. And in fact, that message does way more harm than good. The notion that losing weight is the holy grail of health and happiness and confidence and success and all of that, it's a lie perpetuated by diet culture and rooted in anti-fat bias and weight stigma. And I want no part of perpetuating any of those messages anymore. Having smaller thighs didn't automatically make me healthier or a better person, didn't even make me like myself more. We only think that it makes us happier and more confident because it feels so good when people tell us how amazing we look. The validation that we get feels really good. But the truth that most people won't admit to is that even if you do or when you do miraculously lose weight, you're not really happier. Sure, you're happier and more confident when people congratulate you or praise you, but you're still obsessed with food and weight every second of the day because the fear of putting the weight back on starts. And often, you're not even really comfortable in the smaller body. You still stand in the mirror when you're alone at home, criticizing every inch 
every iota of loose skin, every ounce of fat that still exists. And if you lost a lot of weight that you had carried for most of your life, it doesn't even quite feel right to live in a body that looks and feels so foreign. And on top of that, being our best selves and living our best lives has nothing to do with our body size. That's another lie we've been sold by the diet and fitness industry. And waiting until we lose weight to be happy and confident is keeping millions of people stuck in the losing battle of chasing weight loss and hating themselves for failing at it, basically their entire lives. And here's what they don't tell you. Here's what the diet and fitness industry doesn't tell you. That dieting and working with trainers is a complete waste of time and money for the majority of the population. First, because the vast majority of people don't actually follow or stick to the plans they're given, at least not for very long, and ultimately they just quit. And second, because we've been trying to, quote, fix the wrong problem with the wrong solution. What I didn't know when I started And what most people don't know, because they don't teach you that when you go to personal training or nutrition school, what, what I didn't know was that the weight loss, nutrition, and fitness industries are full of revolving door, on again, off again clients. They're full of people who pay you to transform them, start, spin their wheels and quit, or start, make great progress and quit, only to have it all reversed again within a few weeks or months. That's the norm. I mean... I suppose when I started, I knew that on some level. I knew on some level that many people often quit, but I didn't know how bad it was, nor did I understand why. I didn't understand the flaws in the system that are causing the failures in the way that I do now. See, in the beginning when clients would quit, which most tend to do, by the way, something like 70% of people who start an exercise program or, quote, fitness journey drop out within a few months, But when most clients would quit, part of me thought what everybody thinks, oh, well, you know, people are lazy and exercise is hard, so they're just not ready to commit and, you know, make the changes. They'll be back when they're really ready because that's what we're taught, right? That's what we all believe, isn't it? Again, wrong. Sure, a few of my clients, you know, possibly even a lot of my clients followed the, you know, the plans, they stuck with it. They had jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring outcomes, and they did change their lives, and they've kept the weight off and whatever. Sure, that happens, but they are the tiny exception. They are not the norm, and it's not just, it wasn't just my clients. It's everywhere. The current system is failing on such a colossal level that failure is cliche at this point. It's the norm. It's the expected outcome. It's a running joke in our culture. Despite having about a billion different ways to lose weight and get fit available to us, the population is growing and getting less active and joking about it all. 98% of people who go on a diet will regain the weight they lose and a large majority of them will regain even more than they lost. And about 70% of people who start a new fitness routine quit within three months. Those harsh realities started making me miserable as a trainer for a few years, you know, before I quit. But for a while, I struggled with knowing what to do about it. I started searching for other answers. 
And, you know, for a long time I thought, it's okay because as long as I help, you know, two or three out of ten, that's two or three more lives changed. And that's good, right? And yes, absolutely, that's good. It's wonderful for the few for whom it works. But what about the majority? What about the seven or eight out of ten who quit and waste their entire lives in that cycle of starting again every few weeks or months? They're just collateral damage, the price that we're supposed to pay for helping, you know, to reach a few. Well, that's what the fitness industry, the diet and fitness industry wants us to believe. And I call bullshit on all that, too, because here's the thing. If the current system were working for most people and it was only a small percentage for whom it didn't, I may believe that. But when it's only a small percentage who are actually successful Isn't it time we start looking at the system and start blaming that rather than the people that are struggling with it? Absolutely, 100%. Food is the hardest part for me, is what I have heard more times than I can even begin to count every single day since I started as a trainer and since I've been doing this work. I've been dieting dieting and exercising my whole life and I'm heavier now than ever is another one of the most popular statements that I heard every day as a trainer and, and now too as when I get new clients doing this work. The worst thing about that is I knew that every time somebody quit with me when I was a trainer, I knew that they were blaming themselves. I knew that they were feeling like they failed me, like they failed themselves and like they failed the process. I quit again, they would think, like I always do. And the entire process would further reinforce their deeply ingrained habit of struggling and quitting. And there was always that little part of me that felt like I had failed them, like I had failed to keep them motivated enough. Again, all wrong. They're not failing and neither was I. The truth is it is a fundamentally broken system that needs a dramatic paradigm shift because it's not like this was the case for just my clients. It is the weight loss and fitness industry as a whole. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not crapping on personal trainers. There are a lot of really, really great ones out there and there's definitely a need for them, but only a small fraction of the general public is ever successful long-term or really needs them. And it's just not a pattern that I could keep watching get repeated by the vast majority of people every day. It was soul-sucking, and my heart was just not in it anymore after a while. And, you know, at first I thought I could do both, because once I started seeing these realities, I, I was, you know, I was concerned, what am I, what do I, do, what do I do? I can't keep doing this. So I thought, you know, I, I, I tried to do both for a while. I thought that I could sell clients what they wanted, right, the diet and the exercise, but at the same time give them what they needed. So I thought that I could give them the diet and the exercise, but also help them change the thoughts and the beliefs and the habits, you know, the brain, the behavior modification at the brain level that I knew that they needed. And a few clients over the years let me help them do those things. And they were always the ones that actually made the lasting changes. But that also didn't work because most people who came in wanting diet and exercise, just weren't even really ready to look at the deeper issues. So they shut down completely to that part of the process, even if on some level they also kind of knew that they needed it. So I was left in this place of needing to make a decision. 
Was I going to continue doing something that I no longer believed in just because I knew it could keep bills paid? Or would I take a huge leap and try to figure out how to change the world with what I now know and believe? And it took me a long time to get the guts and say I quit and to go against the crowd and to do something completely different. But I had to follow my heart, so I did. I quit. I quit because... I started feeling like there was no ethical way to sell weight loss. There was no ethical way to sell body transformation. And I wanted to make real lasting change, not just in people's lives, but to the system. I want to change the way the world views healthy eating, weight loss, and even fitness by focusing not on how we look or what the scale says, but on how we feel and how we treat ourselves. So, I took certification courses in mindfulness-based cognitive behavioral coaching because those were the tools that I used to heal my own weight and food issues. And I took everything that I have learned over the years and created cognitive eating. And I am just getting started with this. So, but why is that system not working? You may be wondering. Well, Most people come into a new fitness program with very little prior exercise experience or having not exercised in a long time. They view exercise as punishment, something that they have to do to, quote, fix the problem of their body, right? Working out is not fun or rewarding for them. It's punitive punishment. On top of that, they're already unhappy, overworked, They don't like, trust, or believe in themselves anymore. They're stressed. They're overwhelmed with life and taking care of everybody but themselves. It's completely unrealistic to expect someone in that position to make regular exercise a lifelong habit. It just becomes another chore that they resent and don't have the energy for. They hire trainers expecting the simple act of hiring and paying somebody will get them motivated, right? That it will whip them into shape and will magically create the motivation that they've been lacking, but it doesn't. Of course people quit. Plus, they have years of self-destructive food habits, behaviors, and beliefs that have created patterns that they're stuck in. And they're trying to willpower their way through controlling it all, which never works. So giving, you know, diets or meal plans or healthy eating plans or whatever else, it doesn't do a damn bit of good because they understandably can't follow them. That's why so many people end up living on a roller coaster of on-track, off-track behaviors. You know, making up some Franken-diet version of what they think they're supposed to eat to be good. And if they stray or eat something bad, they end up completely off the rails. If they eat something they've been told is bad, they believe they're bad and self-esteem begins to erode, and they quit everything when they're sick of the struggle and just can't think about it anymore. The current paradigm is so broken because the struggle that we have with ourselves, with our weight, with our body image issues, you know, that we keep trying to solve with these failed years of failed diet and fitness routines, all of those things go so very much deeper than just food or exercise. It's wired into our brains, And because typically we start dieting or exercising because we're unhappy, you know, with our weight or with our, you know, how our clothes fit or our fitness level or whatever. 
But dieting and exercising in the ways that we've been taught to do them makes us even unhappier and often ultimately even heavier, right? Of course everybody's quitting all the time. So what's the solution? Well, to start, we've got to let go of the need for that perfect number to appear on your scale one morning and just get you starting to be kinder to yourself, no matter what you weigh. Even if that's all you do, life will change for the better. But in order to really achieve lasting, life-changing transformations, we need to treat the root causes at the deepest level, the habits and the beliefs that are wired into who you are at the brain level and the things that are driving the behaviors that aren't serving you. We have to understand why we're making self-destructive choices and repair our relationships with ourselves and our bodies so that we learn to want to make nurturing and nourishing ones every day rather than for a few days or weeks every few months when we get motivated for a little while, right? That's how what I do now is different. It is a deeply transformative approach that rewires your brain. It helps you to reconnect with not only your body and what it really needs, but also with your mind in a way that rewires old programming, right? The thoughts, the beliefs, the habits that are keeping you stuck. And it starts to look at treating your mental and physical health from the inside out, Everything you need is in you already. And what I do now is give you a specific step-by-step system that has been meticulously designed to help you find that, to support you, to guide you, to put you in control, to teach you to feel, to connect with your body, your mind, and how you want to feel in your skin. How to actually rewire your brain for success and happiness in every aspect of your life. Because that is where true transformation really happens. That's where transformation that matters has a chance to flourish. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.